Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. The Daily Dollop podcast is proudly brought to you by The Capital Chemist, Australia's premium community pharmacy where loyalty matters. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting about how to eat well when you're busy. Join me for this four-part series of my live presentation on healthy eating for busy people. This is part one. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I hope you're having an amazing day. I'm really excited to have you join me on the podcast today. I presented on healthy eating when you're busy to a fab group of people online. And I thought to myself, you know what? I reckon you guys would enjoy this as well. So tune in for this four-part series um, and I hope you enjoy it. So when it comes to nutrition for a busy lifestyle, there's a couple of key things that we need to think about. And so what I've found over the many years of working with clients and, um, and helping people achieve their goals and change their eating habits and, and just feel like they're on top of their food choices is that there's these four key challenges that pop up um, within a lifestyle that someone would describe as being really busy. And first off is the obvious one and is that most people are feeling quite time poor. So the idea and concept about preparing food um, feels really challenging. Mealtimes aren't a high priority in amongst all of the other priorities going on within the household or the lifestyle. And so it's feeling like I don't have time to cook. I don't have time to prepare something healthy. And so then you're ending up relying on convenience food or really quick um, takeaway style foods as a way of just getting you through the day and the week. The second challenge that I find happens, particularly in um, people who have busy workplaces or busy social lives, is this idea of, of, of meetings or catch-ups and what can happen with a really hectic meeting schedule or big social schedule is it can lead to quite a high coffee and or alcohol consumption amongst other things. So, of course, we know that often when we're meeting up with people or having social situations or time with family, that these situations frequently revolve around food. And so it can often mean that we not only have more coffee or alcohol than we need, but then often more food than we need as well. The third thing around being busy is this idea of that we're often eating when we're on the go. And certainly if you're driving kids around to after school sport or you are moving from meeting to meeting. I once had a client who did home visits and so she spent so much time in her car commuting between clients. So eating, drinking, planning, a lot of things got done on the go and in the car. And then finally, you know, most people who would describe their lives as feeling busy are feeling quite a high amount of stress. Maybe if they've got poor sleep, they're struggling with anxiety. That then leads to things like non-hunger related eating habits. And so we kind of come to this whole myriad of challenges with eating 
when you have a busy lifestyle. And so what I'm going to talk through tonight is just some strategies on how you can manage some of these key challenges. Because the thing that is the most important to understand throughout all of this is there is no quick fix. There isn't a special magic pill or a special schedule or meal plan or something that can help you just completely overcome a busy lifestyle and be healthy regardless. Managing healthy food choices in amongst a busy lifestyle is a combination of routine tweaks, utilizing some organization skills, um, building cooking skills, using um, a whole bunch of different ideas to help you sort of make small improvements across your day. So certainly if you were expecting a quick fix in um, this session, you're definitely not going to get that, but you are going to get as practical as information as I can possibly add to help you you know, make the best choices that you can despite everything else that's going on in your life. So just to wrap up the advice that I'm going to go through in the session is I think it's always quite pertinent to um, just outline that nutrition advice needs a context and that context is the individual and everybody needs something a little bit different. Everybody has different food preferences or different goals with their nutrition So the advice that I'm going to give tonight really can be um, put into the following context. So it is appropriate for managing a healthy weight. I'm not particularly talking about weight loss in this session, just managing a healthy weight and eating in a way that nourishes your body to keep it healthy and functioning. And in particular, reducing your risk of developing chronic disease. And when I say chronic diseases, things like type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, some cancers, and we know that a healthy, balanced diet, nourishing ourselves is what's going to help reduce the risk of developing these kinds of lifestyle-related diseases. It's also going to help you manage your appetite. So one of the challenges with being on the go, particularly if you're highly stressed or you're not sleeping very well or you're skipping meals... Um, or maybe not eating properly throughout the day is that appetite can feel really out of control. So the advice I'm going to talk through will help with managing your appetite so that you can stay in better control of your food choices. And then lastly is just about boosting personal performance. So certainly if you're skipping meals, not sleeping well, out of control with your appetite, you know, your personal performance in terms of being able to make decisions and feel like you've got plenty of energy is is going to be impaired. And so certainly, um, you know, the advice is going to really, really help you feel like you've got the energy, the stamina, stamina and the cognitive ability to get through your day the best you can. So when it comes to boosting performance, one of the key things that I like to think about with that is this idea of our energy levels. And one of the things that I want to just clarify when I'm talking about energy in this situation is energy in terms of how you feel. Do you feel energetic and upbeat and like you've got some gumption in there to go? Or are you feeling you know, sluggish and slow and lethargic? The other context in which we can use the word energy, particularly when it comes to food, is thinking about calories and food can has a calorie value, so an energy value. 
um, that then the body uses um, and and burns to move and grow and repair itself and just do its day-to-day functioning. And certainly we don't want too much energy from that food perspective because that leads to um, weight gain over time. But certainly if we're under eating, that's going to impair our energy level. So I'll talk a little bit about that. I'm going to talk about, you know, how the advice today helps reduce craving sugar and sugar cravings, potentially surviving that afternoon slump time a little bit better and improving concentration and decision-making ability, which I don't know about you is a really important part of my day. I certainly um, need to stay on top of a lot of things throughout my day. And so making sure that I'm eating adequately and in a, a way that helps me function well is one of the key ways that I manage a, a busy lifestyle running from one thing to the next. So before we get stuck into some strategies for overcoming the challenges that I mentioned right at the beginning, I do want to talk through one of the most common questions you get asked as a nutritionist, and that is, what should we be eating? And so, you know, it's a pretty complex question, really, that has lots of different opinions online, on social media, on the internet depending on which health professional you talk to. But certainly as nutritionists and dietitians, which is who work for me at the Healthy Eating Clinic, we are the qualified health professional to talk about nutrition and this is what the evidence tells us on what we should be eating. And that is, is we want to be eating whole foods. And when we say whole foods, what we mean is a food that's had minimal processing. So the less done to the food between the farmer and you, the better. So it's had nothing added to it or it's had nothing taken away. And, you know, thinking about the broccoli that was cut off the broccoli plant and popped into the back of a truck and shipped off to maybe some cold storage before it ended up in the supermarket and then in the crisper in your bottom of your fridge. It's a whole food, nothing added, nothing taken away. What that means is that it's highly nutrient dense. So there's a lot of nutrition, vitamins, minerals, fiber, along with the energy that it provides. Whereas uh, an ultra processed food is a food that's been changed very much between its original state and now how you're eating it. And so, you know, a good example of that is a Tim Tam, which has 20 odd different ingredients you know, from the parts of different foods, probably from all over the world before it ends up on the side of your cup of tea at the end of a long day. Not very much nutrition, very little vitamins and minerals, but quite a significant amount of energy from the sugar and fat that it contains. And so it's not something we want to be eating all the time or building our diet out of. And so when we start to eat minimally processed foods and this is, does not mean that you can never eat anything out of a packet or a tin or plastic. Quite the contrary, actually. Really what you want to be thinking about is what's been added to this food or what's been taken away, um, regardless of its packaging. But when we start to eat in this way and we're, we're choosing the majority of our food choices from all the different food groups being minimally processed, it f- helps us with energy management. So energy from the context of food in that it's giving us an appropriate amount of food energy for our body, which will help us maintain a healthy weight long term, but keeping us feeling full 
and satisfied, which is a really key part of long-term healthy weight management in our culture. I want to just go into a little bit more detail about this idea of nutrient density, where we've got high nutritional bang for calorie buck. And so the idea is, is that when we're eating a whole food or a minimally processed food, because there's been not much added or nothing added and and not much or very minimally things taken away, we get left with a large amount of nutrition. And so if we compare these two foods, an apple and a can of Coke, one pink lady apple has 100 calories of energy from about 16 grams of sugar. And so too does 250 mils of Coke. It has 100 calories of energy from about 16 grams of sugar. So from an energy perspective, the two foods are the same. So if energy was the only thing that mattered when it came to nutrition and healthy eating, it actually wouldn't matter what you ate, the apple or the Coke, choose whatever you prefer. However, we know that the apple is the healthier choice and the reason it's healthier has got nothing to do with calories and sugar. It's got everything to do with nutrient density. So the apple is rich in fiber, vitamin C, folate, other antioxidants and what we call phytochemicals, which are plant-based chemicals that we know promote health in our body. And so when we're choosing a minimally processed food from all of the food groups, not just fruit, but vegetables, grains, legumes, um, nuts and seeds, meat, poultry, seafood, dairy, we're actually getting a food that's got lots of nutrients for the energy that it contains. And of course, then eating from that wide variety of food groups then ensures we're getting the spectrum of nutrients that our body needs. Trying to change everything all at once is the quickest way to fail. The Healthy Eating Hub online program contains a suite of habit building courses designed to teach you how to eat well long term in a way that suits you best one habit at a time. Check it out via the link in our show notes. A big thank you to the Capital Chemist and the Daily Dollop in crowd for their continued support of our show. We couldn't do this without them. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you love what you're hearing, please leave us a review.